take everything you've learned this week and let's make it practical. Are you ready? Let's go in three, two, one. Thanks to Pros for supporting Made For This. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash made for this. All right, guys, this is our second week to do three, two, one. We are so grateful you're with us. And I'm hopeful that these little episodes, these mini episodes on Fridays, launch you into the weekend with a to-do, with an action step to apply everything we've been talking about this week. I see this as one of the greatest discipleship tools I have, the podcast, and I want to make sure that you're able to walk out to be able to soak in scripture, to be able to ask important questions of yourself and others, and also to take a challenge. Every single week, I offer you three questions to wrestle with and to ask your friends over the weekend two verses to dig deeper in, and one challenge to take to apply what we've talked about. You need to invite some friends over every single week. Y'all need to be doing book club together. It's not too late. Gather your people, start back at week one, and process together this information. So first, the three questions. You ready? Here we go. Number one, how have you seen the enemy divide relationships in your life? This is so important that you know that the enemy is seeking to kill, steal, and destroy your relationships. He is going to sabotage any good relationship you have. You and your friends need to know that, and you need to fight that. My friends and I talk about it all the time. It is so obvious when we are in a fight over nothing, and we are so frustrated with each other, that there is attack around that. Now, sometimes it's just our sin, and it's just our own ignorance or annoyance with each other, but sometimes it feels like all hell is against these relationships because it is. Number two, in what ways have you chosen independence in your day-to-day life? And I'm telling you that list should be long. In the culture we live in, the list of independent thinking and living should be long. We should know and notice it, that we are living this way. Number three, what could it look like for you to choose one thing to fight back against independence this week? What's one thing you could do to be more dependent on others? What's one thing you could give up and trust other people with? Maybe it's sharing something that you haven't shared in a while. Maybe it's running an errand with a friend. Maybe it is asking a friend for help. But what's one way you can fight back against that independent spirit that has just taken over in the West? Next, these are two passages for you to get in. Hebrews 3.13, but exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. If you have not seen If Gathering, I talked about this at If Gathering. This verse is the verse that I wanted to focus most on because I really truly believe that issuing courage to each other, that fighting for each other, that believing in each other, that exhorting one another is the way that we are not hardened by sin. And I don't want a hard heart. And I don't want the the deceitfulness of sin to, to choke and to grab hold of me. And yet for so many of us, that has happened. And so we fight back. And the way we fight back is we encourage each other. The next verse that I want you to look at this week is Ecclesiastes 4, 10 through 12. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. 
a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Guys, I love, in fact, this might be my favorite passage that I have not talked about yet about community because it's this very simple, nearly like a proverb in Ecclesiastes that says, hey, it is just better to have people. It's just flat better. (laughs) You just stay warmer. You can help each other with your problems. You can take on a bad guy together. You can lift someone up if they fall. Like it's just super practical. It's like, it's just better. It's like, it's just more fun. That's how I feel about this a lot of the time. And yet the awkwardness and the way we get close to each other and the way we build this into our lives is real. And so I just love the simplicity of this verse because it is worth it and it is better and we should be choosing it because it is not good for a man to be alone. Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because it's actually personal to your hair. So they use all natural ingredients with proven results and they customize like the shampoo, the conditioner, the hair oil, all customized to your hair for your hair care routine. So first they ask you things about you as a person and then they analyzed all my answers and determined what unique blend of ingredients should be in every part of my custom routine. And I have just been so excited about the results, especially one of my main goals was just hair thinning. And so I'm really excited about my custom blend because my shampoo not only smells good, but it helps my hair grow thicker. And Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. So all of their ingredients are sustainably sourced and cruelty free, and they're the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash made for this. That's P-R-O-S-E.com slash made for this for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. And then lastly, the challenge. You ready? This is short this week. You ready? You're not going to like this one. It's going to be powerful if you'll do it. You ready? One challenge. Quit social media for 48 hours. Just quit it. Like take it off your phone. Get away from it for the weekend. Take a break and call and be with real people in your life. I'm going to go do that right now. I'm going to go hang out with one of my girlfriends right now. And I hope you're doing the same thing. It's the weekend. Make a plan. Initiate. Create some fun. Even if it's just in your backyard. Have some people over, do s'mores, whatever. Y'all know I've told you and told you. $49.99, Amazon Fire Pit. Go get it, get offline, and get with your people. Have a great weekend. Let's go. All right, guys. We got a little surprise for you. Or actually, it's a little bonus content. We are on spring break. I'm with my son. And one of the questions... I get the most from you guys is what do we do with our kids in social media? And if you don't know, my son Connor, who is now 22, which blows my mind, he started a company called How to Outdoors and it hosts fly fishing camps in the summer, but has a bigger vision to just help kids learn how to be outdoors, how to hunt, how to fish, how to build a fire. All the things are coming, but right now he's starting with fly fishing because that's the thing that got him off technology. We're in the car. Everybody else is inside. I asked him to join me for a minute just to address this because he is so passionate about it. So Connor, talk first about being 14 and this passion coming to you that your friends were all on technology and you wanted a different way to do it. 
Well, yeah, it was me and my best friend, Walt Horton, had spent all of middle school running through the woods, starting fires, fishing. Really, as soon as we got out of school, we would go adventure. That adventure was so much more fulfilling and so much more fun, even as a kid, than any video games were or any kind of social media was. And you're pretty obstinate when it comes to social media. I mean, you've you've gotten on it a little bit. I've had pretty strict rules. Talk about that back when all your friends had Snapchat and you didn't, you know, I mean, later you even thanked me. I mean, I had a flip phone until high school and then high school when I got a smartphone, my social media was really limited. I think, I mean, I can't remember super well, but... I think I had an Instagram uh, throughout high school, and that was it. I wasn't allowed to have Snapchat. Uh, Nothing that was secretive, nothing that could be hidden. And so Instagram was really the only social media I really uh, engaged with until senior year, where really into junior year and senior year, uh, got a lot of freedoms. I would say senior year, we just had to back up because you realized, okay, he's about to go to college. Like he's got to start self-governing and, and you were responsible. Like you had proven trustworthy with a lot of things we had trusted you with, especially your junior year. But you thanked us later for not giving you some of those things. Do you still feel that way? Oh, 100%. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I think everyone's going to hate restrictions. I think every kid, no matter what age they are, are going to hate, hear, and know about any of that, especially if the people around them have it. You know, but in retrospect, it, it kept me out of a lot of, you know, technology trouble that I could have got in. And it really didn't impact any part of my experience of my childhood or, or high school. None of those things really affected those relationships at all. Why do you think that is? Because I promise you right now, parents are going, that's the argument my kid is using. The truth is, is, is that relationships aren't built on anything that happens technologically. And this is a lot of what goes behind my company's mission to, to get the next generation outdoors, because all of my relationships, my strongest relationships were built on memories, adventures and, and stories. And also, you know, deeper than that. And that a lot of them had a real good spiritual base. But the the biggest part of those relationships was, had nothing to do with technology. It, it was all about the experiences that we had together uh, in person. And for me, that was in the outdoors. Real friendship is not going to come through the phone. That's That's the biggest thing that I could emphasize to any middle schooler or high schooler who feels like they're missing out. They're not missing out on anything. If they have a phone, they can communicate. They can be in the loop uh, via text, via call. I'm a big caller. And if you're that kid that feels like they're missing out because you don't have access to a certain social media app or even you're not in some group text uh, and you're struggling relationally because of that and, and you're looking for downloading XYZ app to fix that issue, let me encourage you to build experiences, right? No matter how old you are, and I encourage parents to get behind this as well because this can't happen without uh, parent involvement. But my parents did a really good job of this. You should encourage your kids to to wanna host things, to plan events, to, to plan dinners, and work with them to create experiences where they can continue to build those relationships in real life and they're not gonna feel left out online if they are constantly with their buddies, doing life together, and making experiences. Like, those are all my best memories from my childhood. And so parents, just encourage your kiddos to plan those experiences 
and be willing to host their friends over. And, and that's going to help those kiddos feel more included, uh, feel more in the loop with their friends. And there's going to be less talk behind their back if, if they're the one that's making these social gatherings. Well, that's the truth. Because if I think about now, I have four teenagers have gone through that. And I have seen over and over again, each one of you really has been a ringleader socially, but you never had the same technology that everybody else had. And it's it's more work. And I would say we had to participate in that more and buy a lot of food. We bought a lot of food for a lot of teenagers. What I'd be thinking about if I was a parent right now is all these kids show up in my house. Great. I agree. I want my kids to have real life experiences, but my kid doesn't really want to do it. They resist it. And then maybe all their friends come over. They're, all their friends are on their phone. How much should a parent interfere with those type of things well you can go the extreme route which i'm all about and, and that is, he is and that's you know phone stack at the door approach uh, and, and i i second this and i think uh, i've seen it work really well is you phone stack them at the door and force them to have real life fun with each other oh uh, there's nothing more disheartening than seeing a bunch of people hanging out and everyone looking at their phone. That really does make my heart sink. And so that's a great solution is just be extreme. Uh, who cares if it one or two kids are annoyed by it? Uh, that's just going to encourage them to get to know each other better. And it's going to end up being a whole lot better for your kiddo. But you could also really, really just have a lot of fun things that they can do that have nothing to do with technology. That's going to keep them off their phones anyways. Thinking, and it doesn't have, you don't have to pay a lot of money. Like we have tennis courts around us and we bought some pickleball rackets that weren't expensive and they take them all the time and go play pickleball for free. The big part of social media is you are not taking away social media for them to not interact with their friends. And I think that that's important to make clear as a parent because there are so many other dangers with social media that I've seen that transcend maybe your kid being more in the loop with their friends. You're saying it's worth it. You're saying parent it's, and don't be afraid for your kid to be the one on the outside. It is absolutely worth it. And God calls us to be um, against the culture and, and to, to not conform to this world. And right now I see it more than ever that social media is dictating the entire culture of elementary and middle schools across the country. Yeah, it's terrifying. So just a few little practical things, and then we'll do a whole other episode because we're just getting started. Y'all can check out his company at Houta Outdoors, H-A-U-T-A-O-U-T-D-O-O-R-S.com. This is what I'll say is like for our 13-year-old, we got him an Apple Watch. It was an investment. I mean, basically... It was, it was expensive, but we found a used one and that was worth it to us for him to not have access to really much besides texting and calling. And so he's 13 and we, he still doesn't have a phone. And I would say he definitely believes he is the only person in his school that doesn't have one, but you know what? He'll complain about it every once in a while. And then he forgets and he moves on because he still has access to his friends. He still can make a plan with the text, but he has no access to social media or the internet. And I think flip phones are one way to do that. Although not every flip phone can be protected against the internet. You've got to stay on top of it. In fact, I would find an older teenager to help you set everything up to protect your kids on their phone because they know better than you. Most of us are not up on all the sneaky ways our kids can find to get on the internet. 
Connor, will your kids have social media? I don't think my kids, if I do my job right, will ever ask for it. That's oh. my goal. That's my goal. I don't know. Uh, He's 22, y'all. We, yeah. we, he has a lot to learn. You're, I, will, I, I thought without a doubt you'd say, no way they'll have it. <laughs> Cause she's so, he's just, he, you want to raise your kids like in the country and (laughs) away from the world. All right. Thanks buddy. There's my son. We'll bring him back on for a longer show. I know all of you are like, okay, we need to hear from him more. We will. You love it, Connor. You love podcasting. Uh, actually, no. I, I, I was invited on this like two years ago, and I'm just happy to have a little five-minute snippet now. It's <laughs> about time. <laughs> if you are enjoying following along with us as we read Find Your People, Jenny's latest book that came out less than a month ago now, and you want to dive deeper, then we know that you guys will love the Find Your People study guide that has streaming video and just goes even deeper into the scripture and the topics that Jenny talks about in the book. What we always recommend is that you start with the book, do the book club kit with us, go along that journey through the book, and then when you're done with the book club, do the Bible study. It's actually two different resources, but they go together. And it really is a whole experience that your group can do, you can do individually, that can help you build deep community in a really, really lonely world. The Find Your People Bible Study is available now at all retailers. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Made for This podcast.